Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Farrell Monch in your area. Queens, New York. You already know. Right now, you are in tune to Rosenberg Radio. Let's go. Wrestling with Rosenberg. I am happy today. Um, I, I'm sitting here with one of the, in hip-hop, we call it, someone like this guy, top five dead or alive on anyone's list, HBK, Shawn Michaels, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, thanks, the, thanks for having me. One uh, of the true greats. Well, that, that that's very nice. Top ten dead or alive is. I mean, I top five. I said top five dead or alive. Top five. Oh, hey, well, that's even better. Heck, I'll take it. You, I mean, you had uh, you had an amazing run. It's funny. A lot of people came up to me towards the end of uh, you were on the WWE, and because um, I'm a wrestling geek, kept asking me like, "Oh, he's not really leaving." And I said, "You know, I got to be honest." He's out of there, and I that was just based on a fan and how much I watch. And from what I could tell, I was I was pretty sure from when you first it started looking like you were going that you were going to be done and and end it there. Um, was that a uh, a real conscious thing? You know, you've seen the way some of a ton of other wrestlers have gone out, and boxers and all kinds of uh, athletes. Was it really clear for you that you, when you were done, you were done? Yeah. Well, I think. Uh... You know, you 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 weigh all you know all those all those options, all those all those thoughts. You know of of uh, you know you you can still do it, and and yeah, you feel like I can. I mean, and I do it. I mean, I do it as well as everybody else who's half my age, and I could probably keep doing this. But for me, it was more important to step away on a on a high level, and uh, and, and honestly, I mean, I was I was ready. I mean, I had you know. I don't know, done all the due diligence I felt like I, you know, could do. I mean, I, I, I thought about it. I weighed all my options. I, you know, you know, and I, we pray a lot in our house. We did that. And, uh, you know, I felt that it was time to, to come home and, and uh, you know, spend time with, you know, with my family and, and raise my children and, and take a bigger part in raising my children and, and being a part of their lives. And it just, it, it all seemed, you know, I, you know, we, we, you know, base our decisions in our family on on how much peace we have with the decision we've made if there's something inside you that you know doesn't really feel right you know we we, we don't do it i mean that you know this one felt, felt like it was right. right yeah yeah so i mean and, and i saying everybody you're like is it tough i mean can you watch it can you no i mean i can do i can do all that i mean i'm 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 so unbelievably content and and happy i mean you have to understand it's not just content like you know i don't want to be around anymore i'm burned out no i'm 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 so proud of 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 the work that I did, and uh, and and I'm good with that. I mean, I don't know any other way to really to express it to people. There's no, there's just nothing there, uh, you know, good or bad, you know, to you know, to I don't know, to to make me waver in any way. Uh, was the whole period post 2002 when you came back after the injuries, and from everything that I've ever read, really came back a different person than people had seen previously. Was the last nine years really an opportunity not only to continue to have a great career wrestling-wise, but to sort of change your legacy as far as how you interacted with everyone else? I mean, I imagine the guy I'm talking to in 2011, had you walked in this building for an interview in 1994, would have seemed vastly different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. And I don't know. I don't think consciously when I when I, when I went back, you know, I was going back. You know, for the sole reason of of of, of showing everybody this different guy, I, I was, I felt you know, uh, 
like holy cow i can I'm, I'm, i can i can do this again you know and, and yeah obviously a lot of that confidence came from you know the the spiritual awakening that i that i did have and what, mean, what year was what year was uh... uh 2002 okay i mean it was april 14th or, or i'm sorry april 12th 2002 so you had one of those moments <laughs> yeah yeah what I, was the what was the moment well i mean i mean if it's too personal no 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 i mean i mean there, there there were certainly different things that led up to it but but the biggest one was you know me you know me uh Doing stuff I shouldn't have been doing, and uh, being sort of half out of it on my couch, and uh, my two-year-old son uh, crawling on, crawling, crawling on me, and uh, you know just sort of rubbing daddy's head, saying daddy was tired, and uh, you know I wasn't tired, um, and uh, it just broke my heart, you know that I was, you know he was starting to notice, you know that he had the ability now at two years old to notice that I wasn't uh you know living the way that I should be and I and I just I just broke down I thought my goodness I'm going to ruin this poor little guy and uh you know and, and you know and he's he's bought on for none of this you know what I mean he just innocently came into the world and he's looking at his daddy and he's going to have to figure out how to be a man by watching me and and here I was not living the way that I should have been living and and, and it just it just it tore me up it tore me up and I could not you know, I mean, I, I jokingly now tell people every time I, you know, every time I make a good decision or someone says, you know, like, well, why'd you quit doing that? Or why'd you quit doing this? And it's like, oh, same reason I do everything. My kids, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Were there people who had trouble buying it when you first came back? Sure. Like, hey, Sean, want to go do this, this, that, and the next? And you're like, no, no, I really don't do yeah, that. Yeah, well, no, I mean, well, you know, the, the, I can say that, the, I mean, the guys that, you know, get my, my, my close buddies, like, you know, you know, Nash and Triple H and all them, as so, soon as I came back, they're like, I mean, I can remember Kevin looking at me going, dude, he goes, I can see it in your eyes. He said, you came out of that water a different man, you know, and, and, uh, you know, but, but, but the guys who, who, who weren't close to me that just, you know, had to deal with me in the past, you know, they, they were, you know, we'll see, you know, and, and, but I mean, again, one, one of the things, I mean, one, one of the biggest things for me that, you know, you know, meant the most for me was, you know, uh, which is ironic because years later I'd have my last match with him, you know, it was Undertaker, you know what I mean? And, you know, and him just, you know. You know, and that's that's what Mark does. He just sort of looks from afar. He doesn't say much, you know. And then at one point, him coming to me and just going, you know, dude, things are good. This is gonna be this is gonna be fun for us, you know. And you know, and, and at the end, and, and, and that's the thing. After two thousand two, it was it, it it was a blast. So, but to answer your question, at yeah, at at, at some point, you know, you know, I did you know start to realize like, hey, you can, you know, you can make things different. You you can you can you can certainly change. Uh, Certainly, my perception of it. You know, there are some people that it doesn't matter. Well, they may have had a ton of interactions with you at a different era, and they're going to yeah, say, yeah. Oh, "I never, I'll never like the guy." Right, exactly. It, well, I mean, and then also, but but I'm, I'm just saying, just from a, you know, one of the things I've learned is that there's you know there's there's two entities that will that will you know decide what the legacy of Shawn Michaels is, and I'm not one of them. And that's one of the things. So that's why again, I, I don't really get into it much because everybody, goes, what about your legacy? I have no control over it. The people who control the legacy of Shawn Michaels is the image that the WWE creates and the image that the internet creates. That's it. Because th th those are what the fans, you know, garner their uh, decisions from. I mean, and, and you know, I, I love them to death. But but to say they're objective or, or independent thinkers or, or anything of that nature, 
you know, there's just there's too much from the WWE and there's too much from the internet for me to have any say so. That's that, so. a really great point, though. Well, yeah, but I mean, so so you just you you just do your best, you do your gig, and then you let the chips fall where they may. And, and I'm good with that. I mean, that's I mean, it's more important to me for again, you know, again, the people that I change for my kids and you know, and I, I got you know, I got maybe five or six other people in my life. Mm -hmm. Those are the opinions I worry about. Again, I, I hope that the other ones, you know, uh, will follow suit. But I I can't I can't uh, you know I can't uh, you know, wager my life on the fact that they will. Um, you and Marty were officially in in 1988. Basically, from that moment on, though, you became, fortunately for your legacy, really someone that the WWE painted as this important character. Because as you pointed out, that is also all part of it. The way characters are, you know, Vince has an idea in his head um, based on performance and money made and how much people love them. But then it's like, well, this is that guy. And you've and now for the last 20 some years, you've been that guy. And because of your performance, it's actually built into that and people believe it. But are there ever times where there are people who you think for whatever things have happened, didn't get painted their legacy wasn't made to be what you thought it really was and maybe a performer who was you think really great but for whatever reason people don't put them in that same category because obviously with the with the, with the wrestling product so much of it is what you're told even if you're a smart and you think you know everything about wrestling we watch every week we're inundated with what they tell us is awesome right and so i'm sure there are some people that as a result sort of go under the radar I guess there are. I mean, I, I mean, it would be tough for me to think, you know, off the top of my head, you know, like who's a guy who 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 really got passed by, because, and again, want want to say, I'm I, I'm sure there are. I'm, I I know there are. I, I I just I don't know that I can name one off the top of my head, but you know, having said that, you know, there is a sort of you know, again, everybody calls it the it factor and the this and the that, uh, you know, and but there is a, a combination of things that. For whatever reason, if an individual has that, it seems to work for the majority of those guys. I, I can't say that I've seen a guy that has all of those attributes and still hasn't been thought of made it. You, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, because I mean, there are plenty of guys, again, you know, he's, he's a great worker or he's got charisma or he's got this. I mean, he's got, and he, and he could have all of them except one. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, he could use a little work talking on the. One guy who you'd have to say has that major exception, and uh, my my favorite of all time, which I'm sure would make you appreciate why I find this so exciting at the same time, is Bret Hart, yeah. who, who really is an exception in that sense as far as, uh, as he talks about in his book, his mic skills never came quite naturally to him. He did get good at it. He eventually had a period where he really could hold his own on the mic. But um, does that speak to what Bret was like at, in in ring? Yeah, I, I think so. But but I think one of the things that you know that I think the most important thing of, of, of why you know like Brett made it and and guys do is that there's a genuineness there. There's something very real that comes across to the people where they you know again even if you don't have some of those skills they go you know what he's real with me I'll take it anyway whether he talks good or not you know what I mean and that's to me I think that's the difference all the all the guys that have made it and then these guys that haven't. I, I think there's a genuineness that whatever they may not have. Again, I got if if a guy's you know Steve was Steve, you know when you heard Austin talk, even though everything he said was still cool and everything else, you knew that was Steve. And, yeah. And if you know Steve, it is Steve. You know what I mean? And, and that, you know what I mean? And and so so that's why it worked. Brett, you know, it, it wasn't because people sat at home and said, you know, he's so talented, but he's 
you know, his mic skills aren't great, but I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and accept that from him and like him anyway. No, it was just, you knew that's how Brett is. Now, of course you and Brett ended up having such a crazy, incredible history, but it started for you guys in tag matches all the way back when you first got there. I mean, you guys were working together on some level right away. What was your, your and Brett's relationship like early on, pre-97? We're talking that's nine years before that. Oh, yeah. You guys were already working together. Yeah, well, no, and that's one of the things, I mean, because I, I can't give away too much here because we cover so much. In the new this. DVDs yeah, coming out. I know, DVD. I know. So don't give us everything. No, but, but, but that's the thing. That's the thing that we talk about a lot in this is because, you know, obviously so much focus goes on, you know. Montreal. The, Mont yeah, and, and the, you know, these two hated each other. But holy cow, I mean, at one time, and we, we were really close. I mean, and when we had the chance to talk about all of this on the DVD, you know, you do, you sit there and you look at each other. And, and again, all these years later, you're, you know, I mean, you're older, you're wiser, and, and you just, and you do, you almost sort of, you know, break down a little bit because it's like, dang, man, you know, I mean, even though we said we didn't, you know, we weren't going to let these things happen, you know, and, and 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 you and you and you, and you can see it happening, and, and you're not going to get this way in the business. You're not going to let those things get a hold of you. It still does, and 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 everything breaks. To, you know, and things do break down, and you do do all those things to each other. You said you weren't going to do. And it's like, oh man. What? what always fascinates me in wrestling is the interpersonal relationships. That while all these things go on, there's people don't. And I try to explain this to people. I'm like you have to understand. This this brotherhood, the level, the amount of time these people spend together, that whether there's a real life feud or not, there's so many relationships. So when everything was going on with Brett and things got pretty strong and then Brett goes to WCW, there's still Davy Boy and there's still Owen. And my, I was always curious about what your relationship, when your, when your relationship got to its worst point with Brett, what your relationship was like with Owen and Davy, particularly Owen, who I know everyone regards as just about the most likable guy who was... Ever in the business, yeah. Well, I mean, and that's that's amazing. It was all good with them. You know, what I mean, that each one of them individually would come to me and say, "Look, you know, what you know, what problems you have with Brett? They they, they don't they have nothing to do with me. I mean, and and we were able to, you know, strangely enough, in, in a business where sometimes you know whatever uh, uh, maturity and good decision making and things like that are not always in in, in the highest regard, uh, th th those things did happen." with them you know we, we i mean we all knew it's like that we at least had the guests to talk about the elephant in the room and uh and, and that happened with it, it happened with anvil it happened with davy it happened with owen um you know there there were you know you know like can i talk to you and and, and we would sit and talk and i mean and and my relationships with them were always fine you know i mean and, and that's all you can do i mean even even brett and i you know i mean he and i and again one of those things we talk about he and i I mean, we, 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 would, we, never, we never gave up trying to, trying to work on that relationship. We were constantly coming back to each other, like, let's talk, and trying to work it out. And, uh, you know, and every time, it would just fall apart again. You know what I mean? I mean, so, some of our biggest, you know, uh, you know, whatever arguments came literally hours after we sat and talked for two hours about how we're going to put all this behind us. And it would just go out and fall apart. Again. How does we, a wrestler? We were just, we were just, we were such, uh, you know. How does oil and water? It wasn't funny. How does a wrestler though have a? Let's say you're pissed. You guys try to talk about it, didn't work. He's a son. I blah blah blah, and you're pissed at each other. Mm -hmm. And then the next hour, you walk out and have to have a match where you have to appear that you hate each other, but also protect one another, and that's the most important thing. I never understand. It was the same when, uh, for example, when um, Matt Hardy and Edge had yeah. their thing over Lita years ago. Well, I go, how do you do that? How do you have it, real it, hatred and... It, or, it goes down to what you said. The most important thing 
is a protect. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You just, you know, yeah, you can't go there. O- only a coward, you know, takes advantage of another guy's body when he's, get, you know, what I mean, when he's trusting with it. You just can't. You know, the, maybe there aren't that many things that are just voodoo and and, and I mean and, and and hands off in our line of work, but that's one of them. You know, what I mean, you just can't. No matter what kind of differences you have, you know, when you get in there with each other, it, it, there's too much at risk. There's too much, you know, at stake. You could really uh, hurt a guy. You know what I mean? And and it's like if you've got a problem, you know, we can. We, you know, again, because nobody. That's the thing. Nobody's got a problem. I mean, for the most part. I mean, and guys that do. You know, I mean, you know, they 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 they, they, won't, they won't say it, but I mean, but you know, if if there's a problem, you know, you, you there's there's the shower talk, man. You know what I mean? You get pulled. You get pulled. You get pulled to any place in the locker room. You're fine. You get pulled to the shower. You need to understand it's going to be go time. You know what I mean? And so, you know, if if it, you know, it, you, that's always an option, but it's never an option out there in the ring. It's just that that is that is a that's just a no no. One last uh, random old school question I want to ask you about because you were around for this period and I find him fascinating. How uh, how crazy was was Dynamite Kid? Because the stories well, you know, about Dynamite are pretty nuts. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I have to be honest. I mean, I don't have any uh, any real stories. We came in. Were you just at right when he was on the way out? Yeah, yeah. And I gotta say, I gotta be honest. I mean, for us, Dynamite was nothing other than uh, a guy that was really honest with us. You know, what I mean, and, and, and the, the the only story I have with him is was, you know, was one of the things uh, he said to us. Probably it was maybe about a month after we got in. And he came up to us and he said, "Hey, I just want to talk to you guys." You know, and he was obviously cursing movies. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't give a whatever it is you guys do. You know, I don't, I don't care. It's not my business. He said, "But he said you guys don't go up and say hi. You know, you don't go up and you you don't do the proverbial handshake with everybody. You know, when you come into the locker room and you, you know say hello to everybody, everybody thinks you're you know a d bag. Yeah." You know, and it's like we weren't doing that at that point. You weren't changing. no, we, because everybody we knew everybody hated. We were petrified of everybody. That's one of the things you know, like Marty. You know, and I think Marty's comfortable saying it now. But I mean, we we, we just we were you know we knew everybody didn't want us there, so we just sat in the corner and didn't say anything. That you know, again, it's like the shy kid. You either take the shy kid as well. He's a shy kid, or hope oh, doesn't he isn't he stuck up? You know what I mean? We were just petrified of everybody, and we didn't want to say. I mean, we we felt like two kids amongst this locker room of men that didn't like us. We weren't going anywhere. We came in, we sat in the corner, we did our thing, and we left. And he came and told us, he said, "Dude, that's not working. That everybody thinks that you just think you're as you said, d bags." And it's like that's not it. We just, dude, we're we're, we're, petr- like yeah, we're petrified of everybody. They don't like us. He goes, "Don't." He goes, "That doesn't matter." He said, "You've got to go to everybody and do that." He said, "It's it's BS. It's crap." He said, but you've got to do that. And so we started doing it. And, and, and I, that every night you do it too? Every night. And even if you saw them Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm, you shake I, every hand. Yes. I mean, it's something. I mean, I do it. I mean, it's one of those things that, like, years later now, I look at people and like, don't do it. You don't, I, you don't have to. You don't have to show me the whole proverbial wrestler respect by shaking my hands because now people do it. I'm telling you, on Mondays, I mean, what, I mean and, and like now when I go, I'm rarely there. I'm telling you, you're shaking hands all day. All day, it must be all day. And the thing is, is you know, and it's like every time you see a guy. I mean, I, I see him at catering. Like, How you doing, brother? It's like uh, you shake the hands. Like, all right, thank you, nice, thank you. Just want to say, yeah, yeah, you know, I got it. Um, you know, well, and you must really get it. And, and then, it's no, now you're, well, you're Shawn Michaels but, legend. No, too. But, well, that's I mean, you're double. I, you have to be a double. I, I say this jokingly, but you do. You feel like. 
<laughs> is that the ring, I'll by the way? The ring out. Yes, that, that is the ring, by the way. The fan, yeah. the fan drain. That was a very yeah. cool moment. <laughs> it was. It was fun. But I mean, but it is. I mean, you see him in catering, and then you pass him in the hall. It's like, oh, we've done this. And, and, I mean, I've literally shaken the same guy's hand like four times in a day. Is it, and is it true the, the the lightness of the handshake? Is that, that is that, that overstated? That, that, or? that what? No, no, it wasn't. I mean, that's put it this way: you sort of know how much a guy knows by like if he shakes your. Shake, hand like a man you're like okay he like he knows that but yeah I, and i don't know where that started when i first broke in years ago this right yeah i mean and it's just the, the, the flimsiest i did that once to my dad he i mean after i came back from mother he's like what is that and, and i just never did it again but yeah it was it was it's the tradition is like you shook the light handshake it, it, yeah it's how you shook hands like how you worked so you want to show that you're not going to be overly hard. I'm not going to kill you out there. So you give a little handshake. Yeah, and but I mean the thing is I've had, I've shook a guy's hand that has got the like handshake and then he's going out there and beating the piss out of me. So obviously that, that the rule doesn't, that doesn't apply. And so anybody can shake your hand lightly, well, lightly and then go out there and beat be the stiff. crap out of you. Yeah. So that's that's when I decided the whole handshake thing needs to go out the window. We can shake hands. Who was the, who was the most? Uh, who is the most careful that you remember? Is there anyone who stands out in your mind has absolutely protected you and you you just felt completely safe working with them all the time? Uh, you know what? I mean, there are a lot of guys. I mean, Brett Brett was one of those guys. Uh, you know, to me, I mean, I, I, I think I'll probably go with, with Taker. You know what I mean? But, I mean, for me, honestly, all my big guys, you know what I mean? I mean, all the guys because, I mean, I can go like to Vader, to Sid, to Kevin, you know, to you know, Taker. You know, all those, you know, a lot of those big guys were always, you know, because I was smaller than them, they were always really good with me. I mean, that's why, I mean, it's one of the reasons why I always like to have such, good, you know, good matches with those guys because they were just, they were all just so strong. You know what I mean? And, and you could just, you know, they could just toss me all over the place. And, uh, and that was, that's the only thing you'd say, like, hey, just, you know, whatever, uh. You know. Andre always seemed quite delicate. Yeah, too, well, right? I mean, I never. I know I, you were you yeah. guys in a, in a, in a battle royal together or anything like on, that. He was, yeah, he was on our team. We were in a six man tag uh, together, but he was on our side, so I never, I never. Uh, you never had to get beaten by Andre. No, no. But again, and that was the thing. Like I said, I, I always, you know, all of the all of the big guys were always were always good with me, and I think it's because you know, again, I think, I think strangely enough, I think big guys every now and then, you know, you you either get you either get guys that are really careful or you get guys that are just completely reckless. You know what I mean? And I was fortunate enough to, to, for the most part, get guys that were pretty careful. I've never heard anyone talk about this person, and I found her to be so special in terms of what she was did with the WWE, and I thought she was awesome with you, was Sensational Sherry. Yep. I just thought she was amazing. And I think, th I said, I said recently in a blog, I said she may have taken more, she may have taken harder bumps than half the wrestlers in the there business. There isn't anything that woman wouldn't have done. I'm, I mean, she was, she was so gung-ho. I mean, she was, you know, she and I knew each other from, AWA days, and when they hooked us up together in the WWE, I mean, she was so extremely supportive. She was, you know, again, I was I was coming off of the tag team. I wasn't over. She was the one, you know, she was the one with credibility. She was the one that had been walking with DiBiase and Macho Man. She was the one helping me get over. And, and she, and even though she knew that was the case, she she still never uh, said anything other than, "How can I enhance you? How can I, you know, how can I help you?" Uh, get over and I'm telling you when, when 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 there were you know because I ran into some folks that didn't want to didn't want to help me out and uh, boy that bothered her and I mean and, and I'll and I'll, she, I'll shoot out there you know she she'd throw them out here and I'd throw them out of the ring and she would just 
beat them mercilessly. I mean, oh yeah, I mean they were crawling to get back into the ring with me. Uh, but she was, she was always, and she was, she was a, a sweetheart of a lady. Uh, both, you know, I mean, again, it, for lack of better terms, in real life, she was, she was, uh, she was wonderful. And she she enhanced you and Macho Man so much. Oh uh, yeah. One of the things I thought that was so fascinating about Macho Man was that he had literally the two polar opposite managers. Yeah. I mean, Elizabeth and Sherry are absolutely... Oh, yeah. And he somehow totally worked with both of them in a way that made perfect sense. Yeah, well, but because, then I think, you know, Randy's, again, Randy just... He's just good. I mean, he you know, he knew what he was doing. There, there was no... Uh, you know, I, I, I guess, I mean, and I don't have, I don't have any regrets. I mean, I, I got to work with him, but I mean, you know, I, I, I shudder to think what I could have done with him when I, when I, when I had a little bit more knowledge than I, than I had. It was I, pretty early when you worked with him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I mean, heck, and it still, it still went great. I mean, but, uh, I mean, I, I, you know, I would like to have been able to do it when I really got a, a better handle on, on, on who I was and what I was doing. And you and Steamboat could have done some pretty cool oh, stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's the thing. I mean, I mean, that, that, and again, that's I guess that's the thing. You know, a lot of people they always, you know, like, gosh, you have any, you know, people in your wish list? And, and and for the most part, I really don't. But if I did, all of mine are 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 you know are not. I mean, they're 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 not anybody of today or or even yesterday. They're of. You know, right there, like basically of the eighties. Right, I mean, th those are my guys. I mean, I'd rather be, I'd rather been in there with like Steamboat, Harley Race, you know what I mean, uh, fo folks like that. And it's funny, and these are guys who you had crossover with, but just not you weren't you were brand new. Yeah, no, I was, I was, I was nineteen, and they were all, uh, you know, well into their into their primes and into their careers. But I wanted to. I'm happy we touched on Macho Man for a second because I do believe I think Macho Man is someone I put out there, and I, I said this when he passed away, and I I felt bad that I was only getting to say it when he passed away, but I said. For the fact of all, you add up all the things that he was capable of, and you can make a case that there is no one better than Macho Man. Yeah. He, he really, as far as in-ring what he did, and, you know, of course he had moments in his career that weren't as glorious, but when he was at his best... Who of us doesn't? But, yeah, you but, know? Now, speaking of which, I heard, <laughs> I heard that there was a time in uh, the 90s when things were rough, where the, the very heavy Doink the Clown, Raw was just kind of madness era, when you and Hunter sat down Vince and were like... This this product is the shits right now. Yeah, is that really true? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't just me and Hunter. It was me and Hunter, uh, Nash, and Beck uh, Hall and Waltman. I mean, that's I mean, that's funny. That, that's that's like one. That's I mean, it's that's one of those infamous things that the Click did that supposedly was in there. You know, you pulling a bunch of political weight. Yeah, I mean, I, I I suppose if that's what you want to call it, what we were in there doing is telling this is completely atrocious. You know what I mean? This is just we're yeah, you know, it's. It's horrible, you know. I mean, and it wasn't long after that before Kevin and them decided to, you know, to to to, to go to. Uh, did Vince? WCW. Did Vince listen? I mean, he did. I mean, he he did. But but at the same time, it's like you know, I, you know, one of the things that you know, and I know people don't understand. Is like if you if you see something you don't like, change it, and, and and you do. But at the same time, there has to be a transition to that change. You can't just completely cut something off. You know what I mean? Again, I mean, you know, you you can you know. You sit there and you cut off my ponytail, you're going to know I got a haircut. And you're going to go, dude, what'd you do with your hair? If I slowly clip it away over time, you know what I mean? You, you, it's, it's less noticeable and it's an easier transition. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, I, you know, his, his point <clears throat> to all of that, <clears throat> excuse me, was one, you know, there has to be transition time. And also, I mean, we were, you know, I was talking about this today. I mean, uh, you know, getting things away from the old traditional way into what we felt should be a, a new direction in, in this business as a whole is a hard thing to do. 
You know what I mean? Again, again, back you and you go back and you look at everything. We were unprofessional and trouble. Guys doing that same those same things now, they're cool and innovative. I mean, you rock you rock Vince's boat now. You're the coolest guy in the world. I did it 20 years ago. You know, Hall did it 20 years ago. Nash, 100, we were 15. We were just jerks and unprofessional to everybody then. True or false, you used to like to wear hunting a hunting gear into the ring just because you knew it pissed Vince off. Uh, hunting gear, yes. Uh, well, I mean, I, 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 I didn't do it just to piss him off. I, I came back one time. I mean, I, this is not a rapid fire, but I came back one time. He's like, what are you wearing? I mean, what are you, you going to wear tonight? I said, this. And he goes, no. And I, I, had, I, had, I had on my my uh, camo jacket, my cowboy hat, and my jeans, and, and I said, yeah, and he goes, no. And I said, what he goes, you're not wearing that. And I said, yeah, I am. And this was after he called me back early. I was ha- I was out with knee surgery. He called me back early. Uh, I, you know, I still needed another two weeks to, you know, to come back. And uh, they, I th- oh, Cena, it was when Cena went down. Cena went down, and they, and they called me back, and I, and, and, I, and I said, yeah. And he goes, not the hat. I said, yeah, the hat. <laughs> and he goes, no. And and I and and unfortunately it was just one of those things where you know unfortunately there were other people around. I said, "You call me back two weeks early." I said, "And you're gonna tell me what I'm wearing out there?" I said, "I can go get on a plane and go home and take my two weeks if you want." He goes, "We'll talk about it." And I said, "All right." And we and you know we talked afterwards, and I'm like, "Dude, what are you doing?" busting my nuts in front of the boys about what I'm wearing. Last question for Shawn Michaels. I was there uh, in Orlando when you had that classic with Ric Flair that I just think was... Um, you know, everyone talks about your matches with Taker, and they were fantastic. But the emotion that led up to that Flair retirement and what the role that you played in that, I thought was just... I just thought it was brilliant. And even even the 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 the, the end to the match... The whole I love you, I'm sorry, everything. I just thought was a beautiful end there. So number one, I want to ask that match means to you. And then lastly, do you ever think about all the things that I'm sure you learned from Rick? And at the same time, I'm sure, in a, in a sense, you've ended your career in a way that's kind of been so much more pleasant and easier for you. And Rick is kind of still working right now, and I wonder how that how that makes you feel as a friend and someone who looks up to him. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, on on the first question, I mean, that was that was huge for me. I mean, I'm there. Here I was, you know, having what it's certainly, and in my mind, still is his last match. And uh, and uh, I watched him when I was 15, and he was my guy, you know. And and I'm getting, you know, not only am I getting to have his last match, he picked me, you know, of all the guys in this line of work, he picked me to have it with. And, and the thing is, it, it was that, and you know, my concept for the match, and especially the end, you know, because it was a very real emotional thing for me because of the, of all those things I just said. I mean, I, I, I can, you know, again, I can be Mr. You know, sort of, you know, hard ass over here on one term, but I mean, when it comes to my matches and, 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 and the relationship I have with the guys in my matches, that emotion for me has to come out in, in one way or another. Um, uh, I, I like to think that's hopefully what distinguishes mine from everybody else's, but you know, there was just too much real life, emotion in in, in in the heart and body of Michael Sean Hickenbottom that I could not not let that come out in the match. So, I mean, I, I woke up one night at like 2 o'clock in the morning and just, I had it. It just came to me. And so I just started writing everything down. And then I'm sitting there and I'm, and I'm writing down the ending and I'm, and I'm weeping. 
You know, I mean, I'm, I'm crying on the paper, and I'm thinking, like, oh, my goodness, this is a wrestling match in front of millions. This is, they're probably going to think I'm like, oh, he's so gay. You know what I mean? I mean, I just, oh, I didn't know. But when I showed it to him, uh, and, and I showed it to Michael Hayes, you know, he just, he looked at me, you know, his eyes watered up, and he, and he, and he patted me on the knee, and he said, thank you. And, and that, that's and that's when I knew, like, okay, this is, you know, I I don't care about anything else. I, either they, you know, I mean, I mean. I mean, I hope they like it. I hope this turns out, you know, I hope this is emotional, as emotional to them as it is to us. But mm -hmm. I made the decision at that point that I was going to, I was going to have this match with he and I, you know I mean? It was going to, that's, this is what we were doing. I don't care what anybody said. And I, and I even told him, you don't say a word in this match. And he's like, well, I just, no. And I said, you do not talk. I said, this is my, you know, and, and he was. You know, he did it one time. I yelled at him and started whacking him in the match. You know, <laughs> shut up. Wow. On the other side of that, with your other question, you know what? I know that Rick struggled with that decision. You know, he called me a lot of times, um, you know, about going back and going back, you know, for TNA. And, uh, you know, I, I can't, I know, I know his situation and, and I know, and you know what? More importantly, I know, you know, you know, Rick's, as much as it may hurt me, Rick's, you know, uh, peace, contentment, joy hinges on being inside that ring. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I can't take that away from him because I want him to have it somewhere. You know what I mean? And, you know, I don't know. I, I, I certainly, uh, whatever burden that may have to be to carry, I'd rather carry that one than the going, no, dude, you told me I was your last. You can't do it anymore. I, you know, and, 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 you know, and heaven knows what could happen to him. You know what I mean? Is If he's happy and he's, you know, making it. And uh, able to express himself and do, because he, yeah, he lives in that ring. He does. He does. You know what I mean? And, and, and so I, I'm, I don't want to take that away from him. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him. Do, do, do I, as his friend, do I, do I hope and pray that, you know, that, that, that he can find that stuff somewhere else? Yeah, I do. Of course I do. I mean, because I want the best for him. But, I mean, I don't. You know, again, it's it's, a, it's another one of those things that it may be a little harder to do, but it's still the same situation where, you know, I've done my best to, one, not try to make sense of the unsensible, mm -hmm. and two, not try to control those things that I know are just completely out of my control. Shawn Michaels, one of the greats of all time. It has been an honor and pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank I you so much, it, man. man. Thank you.